told you that rage is actually something that we can shape into something useful. All emotions, even rage, carry knowledge, insight, and a pathway to enlightenment. The wild rage that eases within a woman can be transmuted and transformed into her biggest teacher. And this week on the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, we're talking just about that, how to transform your rage into your biggest teacher. Sadnam and good morning. I am Jyoti Rajivkar and I help entrepreneurial women of color heal the symptoms that develop in our body, mind, and spirit due to the inner child wounds through kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy so that they can rewire their subconscious programming and break ancestral karmic cycles. And this beautiful sovereign woman is our movement. Satnam and God morning. And I just want to give a huge shout out and a thank you to all of the beautiful goddesses who subscribe and who share the podcast everywhere where podcasts are streamed spotify we're on google we're on apple pretty much everywhere or you can always listen on my website just want to give you a huge shout out thank you to those that have also left some ratings just highly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart just know that uh, all of your li- listens all of your likes all of your shares they're furthering our movement as women, taking their sovereignty back by healing so that we can break ancestral karmic cycles in our lineage. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And today is Friday, yet here we are Friday once again. I can't believe it. This week uh, felt like a million years. And as you all know, this week on the Sovereign Women Movement Show, we have been talking about rage and looking at rage as our biggest teacher and not necessarily as something that will burn us inside. And today being Friday, I'm so happy and and grateful that Lizzie will be here, is here today to help me really come down to the rabbit hole of what rage can truly be in our lives. Satnam Sissi, how are you? I know I have been so some of you all might have noticed that I'm just putting my volume up that I um, the last two days I was actually not doing any lives or podcasts and the reason is is because while the full moon for me was like life-changing I told you it was rebirthing because I'm at a point in my life where when challenges happen when challenges happen it takes me a very small amount of time to do the shadow work or to look at where I can learn something about myself in the situation. I'm really, um, I'm at a point because I teach this stuff that it, it really takes an impact on me and I have to walk the talk. And then the universe always provides me opportunities to see if I'm going to pass the tests. So the full moon was like, you know, it was like incredibly eye-opening where I still felt some blocked energy and emotions that I didn't even know I still had in me. And then, you know, I had this beautiful podcast on Tuesday with uh, Crystal Sun, who was talking about vocal toning and was talking about how to use vocal toning to heal our bodies. I don't know if you caught that one. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. So she was talking about how to heal our bodies through our own voice. And that was on Tuesday, right? And then Wednesday, I wake up and I wake up and I look like a boxer. I have one eye and it's my left eye. And for me, uh, I'm also at a point in my life when I feel there's an illness or some kind of instability in the body. I, I know that the body is communicating to me. 
and I know that I have to surrender and ask for the messages, right? And so I woke up with one eye completely swollen and I knew right away, first of all, I was already, it was time for me to go see the optometrist, but deeper than that, there were so many, there's so many changes in my life that are happening right now. And the crazy part is that they're all really amazing changes, miracles, like miracles in every shape and form. Even that, that challenge that I had during that Venetian rebirth really rebirthed the relationship I have with myself. And, and I feel a sense of power and courage. And, and when the I situation started to happen, my Capricorn way would be still show up and do the podcast, show up and, and uh, do everything you're going to do. And it was crazy because weird things were happening to me that would prevent me from doing that. Like I was actually gluing something on a little glass thing that I'm making and the glue exploded and it got all over my hands. It got on my phone to the point where I couldn't use it. I couldn't do a selfie or anything like that. My eyes were, you know, one of my eyes was completely like shutting down. Like God wanted me to surrender and I didn't want to surrender because I had all this energy in me. I have creativity. I have these deadlines that I gave myself, you know, and, and because I wouldn't surrender, my other eye started to get really bad as well. And I was basically what I learned through my meditation is because I've been chanting long Gekon cars. I applied what Crystal Sun told me, what she was telling us, right? We can heal our body, mind, and spirit through our own voice. So I'm still waking up at 3.30 in the morning and I'm chanting two and a half hours of long Gekon cars which is the sacred mantra and so what I did is I intentionally send the energy to my eyes I intentionally sent the energy to bring in awareness as to why this was here and I just got a lot of realizations that my life was changing so fast you know there's been a, a seriously rebirth in in my marriage and just the commitment and seeing how much we can help each other and how we were born incarnated here to do some really amazing things and we're already doing them so it was very liberating through a lot of like painful awareness of my own stuff you know and his own stuff and it was also a lot of uh just awareness as to how powerful we truly are if we truly do the work and these long gecko cars that I'm chanting two and a half hours, they're changing my life completely. And they're they're breaking some deep karmic stuff that I, I didn't even know was happening. And there's so many great things that are happening right now. You know, I shared with you that. And then we'll talk all about you, I promise you. But I do want to just end with this, that, you know, my sons right now, they're in such a great state of life. You know, that brings me so much gratitude every day. They, they wake up in the morning at 4.30, at 4.30 in the morning, they go to the gym from five o'clock to six, they come home and they meditate. You remember they, I told you that there was one of our family members that they were helping because he was going through a serious addiction. Well, this young man is now clean, clean from an addiction that would take you rehab, would take you, you know, detoxification and all that. They've been taking our, our, our family member with them. Now it's been about two, three weeks now. He's now more than eight days completely sober, complete in this, it's a miracle. And, and then the boys come home and then they go to jujitsu every day. I can still call them my boys. My boys are 23 and 16 <laughs> and they won't allow me to go to jujitsu, but they just started jujitsu too. And, and they go every day and they're so passionate about it. They're, they're in a great, my, I'm in a really great point of life, but my eyes were wanting me to slow down and remember to take care of myself and enjoy 
these precious moments, even though it did feel very painful on the full moon where I had to face myself. And so that's why um, in a long story, the last two days, I have not been coming live. I wanted to. I didn't care that I looked like a toad, a little <laughs> That's sort of the You know what Sanders said I look like? That sloth from that movie. <laughs> There's a sloth, um, a sloth with the with the big eyes. I forgot his name uh, from Ice Age. I, I don't know his oh. name. <laughs> so so it was just like it was very for once I was able to just be with it and today I feel so much better and I, it was funny because we were talking about rage this week and that's what was coming up in me the the rage and it wasn't just my rage it was a lot of the collective rage that I've been feeling so I am so glad you're here today because you know one of the things that you told me on Sunday because you and I started talking about all this stuff so first let us know how you are and then I want you to help us understand what you what you meant when you said that rage is an unfinished emotion because I think that when you said that it just sparked something else in me that I was like that's exactly it like that's exactly it so how are you how was your <laughs> how was your week <laughs> not as eventful as yours um, no no broken eyes or <laughs> or missing toes for me <laughs> um but I, I do feel what you felt, though, a lot of pushback um, this week, an emotional pushback, whatever that, however that manifested in your life. It kind of, I felt it, too. Um, and I had posted something on my Instagram, too, right, that when you're, um, when you're asking to grow, that a lot of the times you're going to get those situations where they're going to push you. It's not failure. It's actually just... It's not a prevention. It's not preventing you from doing things. It's actually just preparing you, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you take certain levels of, of growing within yourself, those those situations are going to come up where it makes you uncomfortable. To you, it might have been where you're just so used to just pushing, go, 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 yeah. right? So you had to go to your uncomfortable spot of saying, I, I'm not going to go. <laughs> Even though my mind is telling me that that's, I should go, my body's telling me something else and, and following that. So I definitely felt that in, in me this week as well, where I felt like, the situations were coming up and I'm like, why? <laughs> why me? <laughs> you know, why me? You know, I thought I was I was there and I'm doing it. And a lot of positive things happen right. too. But I was I was somehow just focusing for a quick second on those things that were bringing me frustration and anger. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I, I totally feel you, what you went through not physically but for me it was mentally <laughs> um so I totally feel you on that sister but um yeah I, I think when we were talking on Sunday one of the things that I had said because I heard it somewhere and it just really resonated is that it is it, anger is an original emotion it, it's a universal emotion it happens to everyone you know it's it's one that you know when we're born you see it, you know, you see it through a baby's life, either crying or playing together, being angry if someone takes something away from them. So you see it in different ways, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it is an, an open-ended emotion because it, it really is a 
to, you know, a baby, what they're going to do is what they know, which is cry or, you know, throw a fit, right? Um, and so it just really is, and your level of consciousness, the open-ended, how do you end that emotion really can drive a situation. It, and being angry is actually a really, a really good emotion. It's, it's a really... Um, it's an innate emotion for humans and once we start understanding that and kind of rethinking it <laughs> then we can really use it on our uh for a good thing you know for really good thing yeah instead of, of burning down the villages which is what we were talking about and there was a beautiful story inside of women who runs with the wolves which this is where a lot of what we were talking about came up about um rage and 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 being an unfinished emotion because how you respond with that rage, what you shape it into is what will create the karma or will, will release you from the karma. But I think like you're right, when we judge it as bad, that's when, when we start, it becomes toxic in our bodies and, and really we haven't been allowed to feel it. And there was like this story in there where there was this man who went to this monk and the monk and he said, you know, I I've, I've have so much rage, what do I do? And he sent him off to like a, to a, a desert to give water to the people that would pass by. And when he would do that, he did that for a couple of months and then a couple of years and his rage actually went away. And then one guy comes uh, two years later and asks him for water. And the guy, and the guy kind of says it in a way where he's very condescending. And for some reason, the man, his rage comes back. Like it was so vivid that he killed the man. He kills the man and the man's dead and he can't even realize why he killed the man. And then there's another man that comes down and he's like, oh my God, I just killed that man. After two years of him being in the sand state of giving people water, life, right? In the drought. And the guy's like, oh my God, thank God you killed that man. That's the man that was on his way to kill the king. So he, we have intuition as women where we sense and we read a lot of stuff. And a lot of the times our rage does we come from us not trusting that intuition and there are times where your rage needs to be expressed because you don't know the whole picture right and that's where it's your level of sovereignty of knowing yourself so much so that you can recognize these emotions as outlets and as as pathways to assist you in in growing into higher consciousness, growing into higher levels. Because if you judge it as bad, it'll never be your teacher. It will never be your teacher. Yeah, definitely. And that's one of the things as women that we're taught, right, to be meek, mm -hmm. um, to not be angry. Um, and then if you're angry, you're often labeled as an angry woman, an emotional woman. <laughs> and, um, and that's one of the things, actually, it makes me angry thinking about it, right? Because uh, I can't express my anger fully how I need to because then I become an emotional um, firecracker. Um, don't know how to control myself. Um, so we're labeled a lot of things as women. I think anger in the women, in the female community um, being projected as an angry woman really is, is a very, one of the things that keeps us from being angry. And we feel like we need to be more feminine and say, oh, that's okay. You know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, when it's not fine, it's not okay. Uh, a lot of the times with anger helps us 
with our judgment and actually I'm glad you said that because it, it anger actually allows us to know ourselves even more because it allows us to know what our values are mm. why we feel like I think about it anytime that you felt anger usually it's because it was an injustice right you see it as an injustice that's just the thing that comes up right your values um if someone you know gets bullied they you become angry and that can become a collective collective anger that comes up right because there's a change that needs to occur right, right? because it's not an injustice it's not a, a sin it's just a, a, a correction that needs to be made right. um so when you kind of step outside of that anger and realize really why you're feeling that emotion then you get to decide what exactly. how you transcend that yeah well, that's what you, it's the whole thing. You get to decide because you said the magic word, which is values. And that's the thing. If you don't know who you are, you're going to try to adapt to someone else's values. You're going right. to not know how to set boundaries. You're going to basically be governed by something outside of you at all times, whether it's an environment or a person. So there's nothing wrong with your values. It's your values are yours. Know who you are and then align with people that have those values. And if they don't have those values, it's your fault for moving back into those and i and i believe me ladies i get it there are some serious traumatic things that we go through where you have this rage where because ultimately the unfinished emotion how you finish rage in order for it to truly heal is forgiveness and nobody wants to hear that shit they're like you're telling me to forgive in order for me to not feel rage yes because if you don't you're going to repeat those experiences because this life is not unfair. This is a perfectly fair karmic life where one plus one equals two in this frequency. So if you're not learning that, well, this is the resurrection week, right? Jesus was, when was he crucified? He's, he's rebirthing on Sunday from Easter, right? He was on that cross. And this is what my son told me, Damien, 16 years old, so wise, listens to podcasts all the time. And he was listening to our stuff too. But he's like, Mom, do you know what Christ did on that cross? And I was like, What did he do? He's like, He meditated. I was like, You're so right. He meditated and he forgave. And I was like, That is the whole lesson. And exactly. go ahead. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but but I'm sure he he was a human. I'm sure he experienced anger that this that he was chosen to have to go through the pain. You know, I'm sure he experienced a lot of the, how we, how they say it is a, the, the seven sins, right? right? That you have to really transcend to then, then move forward, right? And that's the thing that's, yeah, I mean, that's great that he, that's insane. Said that. Yeah, but the, I think that's where that, what happens when you have fresh rage, you know, one of the things that I love that woman who runs with Werewolf says is that fresh rage all it needs is is to be sprinkled with patience right because uh, forgiveness is not an act it's it's a ladder and like i was i think i mentioned this it says it in the book like if you forgave someone 95 percent, you're like on the status of a sage a guru like that's huge you know in this incarnation because the lessons are tough sometimes you know and if you forgive someone 70 percent, you're doing oh my god a lot better than a lot of people and most people are like in the 50 percent. and regardless of where you're at it's where time is not linear it's cyclical so based on your level of consciousness you might experience experience those experiences where you're going to be asked to forgive and ultimately it's you that was a lesson for me last week 
I thought I was being victimized yet once again. And I didn't want to look at how I was crucifying myself. I didn't want to meditate on the cross. I wanted to accuse. That was hard. That's, most people are not ready for that level of self-awareness. And you know what else I heard that's really important for us to understand rage? Yes, it comes from things that where people, we might feel betrayed, crucified, you know, whatever happened in your relationships, all those things, right? But Brene Brown, and you know who Brene Brown is, right? She's the woman who did this TED Talk on vulnerability, and she studies shame for a living ladies like she's like when they ask me on the airport what do i study and i tell them shame everybody just wants to run away because nobody wants to talk about it right and she was doing this interview and it really opened my i remember this and she says that what happens is that rage actually uh, the the lack of a woman expressing her creativity Masticizes. I don't even know how to say that word, but she used a very beautiful word, which means it turns into a, like a tumor, right? So when a woman is not using her creative outlet and she's not in her dharmic purpose, she's in a, and you're in, in creativity more, you know the benefits of your creative work right now and what it's doing to your life, it actually turns into rage. That emo, that you not being able to express your voice express your authentic nature your wild nature your intuitive knowing that you're not crazy that you really are intuitive that turns into rage so ultimately it's us not trusting ourselves it's lack of self-worth which we're working on in satori next month because it's an emotion imagine ladies if you just express your creative nature however that looks like the most successful people she says they they paint they they go dance they do something that helps what their, that creative energy to become not stuck in the body, which then turns into rage. Rage, why? Because you're not doing anything that brings you joy in this world. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's true. Um, yeah, that's powerful. I mean, for you, I know that when you started, I remember you telling me that when you started doing um, the nail art, it was like everything else in your life started to improve, like even your relationship with your like full-time gig and stuff like that. I mean, there's no, there's no, uh, that that's obvious and why that happened because you were able to access those states of consciousness where you felt creative. And we, yeah. don't, we don't do that as women. We don't self-care. We don't think it's important. And then it ends up turning into these emotions that are rage, that are grief that are despair and anxiety. So ultimately, yes, we, again, this is what I was saying, we're not victims of anybody taking our power from us ever. We do feel this collective rage of the oppression and, and the inequality of the power and, and the masculinity and the femininity. That is not an excuse to not live in your authentic power and to, to come from a place of love, ladies. That is not... I mean, even if you're not religious, all the spiritual masters teach us that the only person that is crucifying you is you. There ain't no one outside of you who is causing you to feel the rage. Ultimately, if it's in you, that means that, because God doesn't make any mistakes, I promise you of this, that you can transcend it. And I know I'm saying this because I have, and I know many women who have as well.
she's sitting right in front of me and many of our community and many of our community sisters and it wasn't because they just like oh i'm a, i'm a just like envision it hell no you gotta show up you gotta face yourself you gotta feel uncomfortable in the uncomfortable and you gotta be with that emotion sing to it like i've been doing with my chanting but you cannot you cannot pretend it's not there and not expect for it to hurt you and i know because that's exactly what was happening to me yeah and i think a lot of us women can relate to that right um when rage comes up we try to mask it um, because again it's an emotion that we were taught that if we're too angry that nothing good comes out of anger um and that's that's i think that's the number one place to start is to rethink that nothing good comes out of anger because a lot of good things come out of anger mm. um it's it's actually how conscious you are after you feel that anger um and like you said being patient with it because the more it comes up the more it's going to start teaching you really what you want in your life and for your life you know and ultimately the goal is that is if you feel rage against someone or anger against someone um that you realize it's an internal feeling that you're feeling um so that that you can be able to come out of that emotion and then for ultimately forgive yourself and that person you know yeah. for sure yeah i think when you 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 reach a level of sovereignty it's always it goes back to forgiving yourself forgiving yourself. And like I told you that story where the wife climbed that mountain to get that hair to save her heal her husband. Women that are sovereign women you forgive over and over and over and over again. And it's again your values are never it's it's learning how to decide, you know, where that boundary is and and learning how to make sure that person honors it because if that person doesn't honor it, like I've always said this especially if it's my husband I've always said look I, I don't even judge you anymore I used to judge you and try to change you I don't judge you at all this is just who I am and this is what I want in a relationship and if you don't want this in a relationship you can go find someone that does want what you want and stop wasting my time and I'll stop wasting your time you don't have to change for me and I'm not going to change for you because I have accepted myself right and i had to forgive myself not you I, it, that was the biggest lesson it wasn't like you make them feel guilty or someone else it's not them it had to forgive myself for not honoring myself right and jogi bhajan says that if you forgive 90% of your problems in life go away and and yeah there's ladders and yeah you forgive that person but ultimately it's you it's you it's you and the only way you can do that is by going inside of yourself <laughs> sitting with those uncomfortable thoughts and rewiring the subconscious that's the whole thing you know even our 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 family member who is now sober if you're not applying the meditation even the adrenaline of the gym is not enough because we're not addressing the brain and the programs ladies like it's not easy i promise you but it is worth it because you start to experience life and beyond the rage you use it as a as a tool for creation you know you you start to connect deeply with your true essence with your authenticity you start to have so much more compassion for yourself 
because that's where it all lies. I mean, the reason why people are so angry in this world and attack is because they have no compassion for themselves. And women, we're so good at this, aren't we? Yes, I was raised by an, an angry woman. <laughs> my, my mom was, a, <laughs> she had a lot of anger, which, which is, it, it showed me that, that emotion, right? I was very aware of that emotion and all the things that an, a woman with a lot of anger in her heart can walk around. And, and I'm not just saying my mom, because I've, I've experienced it where I have had a lot of anger walking around the world with a lot of anger. Um, and before, when I was not, so aware that I was so angry about things, even now sometimes, you know, I'm angry about things that have happened to me in my past or just experiences, right? Um, but when you walk around with that anger, it's almost like a, it, it blinds you, you know, to really the truth of what, what's really going on. And I think that's, I think that's a lot of what's happening right now. And that's why you're seeing the polarity so strongly. It's because I think the anger that you're feeling, that emotion, I don't think anybody's ever told us that it's okay to feel that emotion. So we're feeling it, right? And so a lot of us are like, you know, we don't know what to do with it or how to handle it. And it's, it's, it's a lot of intuitive stuff that is being showed to us, you know, constantly. It's like, you don't realize how much you're being programmed even through your anger because they put a veil on you. They, they cover your eyes. So you focus on the anger itself, that emotion, that fire that you feel. You're so focused on that rather than coming out of that fire and really looking around you and seeing, okay, what is it that's really, really burning that is inside of me? Mm -hmm. And can I use that, that burning fire to change things and that's why we have so many movements going on and that's why I mean you if you want to see anger and how it works you all you have to do really is turn on whatever it is your social media your whatever just turn it on for a second and really just observe the anger that comes we've experienced it a lot during the, the election like we saw a lot of the anger you would think that we would be like masters of this this anger because we we see it so often right that we can really dive into it um but i think again we're also enveloped by the anger that that we forget to actually make it our our teachers you know what you had said too yeah right because it, it governs 85 percent of your day you're unconscious and you're not you're not you're that's just your program that that's what you think life is supposed to be like like and it's just based on on that karma and I think ultimately this is where it hit home for me was reading that passage from that book on Monday where it says when the woman doesn't recognize her the goodness in her the men around her become angry because they cannot access the goodness that's inside of them so when we are in these frequencies emotions of, of rage of not being worthy when we don't see our power and this is what has happened for so many years for for centuries right and it's what pachamama is awakening to on a deep metaphysical level that's what we're all awakening to ladies when we see our goodness then men we're going to stop being angry 
and then everything else will heal itself. And I know that sounds like, oh, that's a big responsibility, like fuck them, you know, and all this shit. But the truth is that we're that, <laughs> because we're that powerful. We were given, you know, we the, the highest, Jogi Bhajan says that the highest incarnation you can ever take is of a woman. And we, we, ha we are 16 times more emotional, meaning we have more energy in our system because we have a womb. We can create life. A man can't do that. And, and when we start to own that power, because it's not our darkness that scares us, it's our light. And you know that. It's, it's the darkness, we know it. It's, it it's, it's our best friend. We've, it's been always us, but we just don't want to accept it. But when we start to move into the light, that's where we start to freak the fuck out. That's when we're like, I don't wait. I have all this power. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me that I'm like Christ consciousness? Like, no, 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 not me. That's fine. You just get to do this whole incarnation all over again and learn the lesson. Yeah. yeah I feel that very deeply that the woman is the highest incarnation for sure. We, we really do have so much power and when we walk around and we don't know how to maneuver through our anger and through all of those things it's not only the men it's the children um you know it's the children that we're raising that come up to be um not not their full potential because we were we weren't we didn't let, allow ourselves to get to our full potential and i think that's what i experienced in my anger is not allowing myself to be my full potential. I knew I had a lot to say. I knew I, I wanted to say all these things. I knew I had dreams, um, but I was always told that I was a quiet and you know I didn't I didn't know how to express myself. I didn't know how to speak. You know all those things that got programmed into my mind, and that's where the two were were bringing this anger inside of me. Where it's like I wait, I do have stuff to say. I do have things to create, you know, I do have things to teach my kids, you know, all those things. And I know I'm not the only one that feels this as a woman. I know as a woman coming out into this world, there are already set rules and boundaries that we are, that are put on us. Just, just being born a woman, just being born a girl, you already have set boundaries set rules who you are thought that you should be and if if those work for you that, that's amazing but if they don't work for you I like I feel like we should create a space for that right where it doesn't turn into a, the toxic angry woman mm -hmm. where we're actually bringing toxicity into the world rather than what we are which is love all those things that are innately in us, right? Beyond the standards of what we're told we should be, right? Our soul level, our soul level as an incarnation of a woman is a creator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, we we can we have the power to give grace. Everything that you said, the, what what is in Christ, which is grace, love, compassion, all of that is in a woman because she's able to feel. She's able to be emotional. Like, girl, this is the stuff that was never told to us. This is the stuff that they keep from us, right? What they tell us, the story they tell us is that we're too emotional. And so we need to rein in our emotions. We need to be more, you know, unemotional and, and not let things affect us so easily, right? But that's, that's the opposite of, 
you should be feeling all those things because those are the same emotions that will allow you to forgive so greatly you know and and allow to give that to the men so that then they can experience that because that's ultimately what emotional intelligence is. It's somebody who's able to be with their emotions. It's not someone who doesn't have emotions. Because <laughs> right. quite honestly, they're probably taking a lot of risks and they're doing a lot of different things out there in the world. They're just able to process them and self-regulate them and, and do something productive with them, like chant them out, ladies, meditate through them, you know, scream them out. You know, the two and a half hours where I'm chanting, and you don't have to do two and a half hours, three minutes, but it changes your frequency. You know, my, my youngest son has a very easy, simple sadhana. He does six minutes every day, but he does it every day. Right. And it's where he's processing his awareness. And, and he knows in jujitsu, he could be, it's not about the, how strong you are, like in wrestling, it's about your mind. So it's about your emotions. So he knows the priority is the meditation, the mind, and then the body will follow. And same with us, ladies, we don't take, accountability for our emotions and self-awareness they're going to create bigger problems in our lives and i'm not just talking about physical instabilities like all of next month we're working on self-worth and and you might ask like well how are you going to work on self-worth well, how do you do that well it's a tutorial balance especially we work on the emotions that are the symptoms that block the inner child healing self-worth has a frequency every emotion in this world has a frequency now we can apply specific meditations that's what the inner work is the energy work it to basically change the frequency so strengthening the self-worth is like strengthening your muscle of, of confidence of, of self-esteem because ultimately what is self-worth self-realization you you accept yourself fully you, 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 your shadows, you know them. So you're, you're you're not fragmented soul. You're not projecting that stuff out to the world. And that the only way to do that is by going within and applying energy work so that you can change the subconscious mind because there is no pill, no pill that will help you with that. There is just doesn't exist. And that's why we have so many people. We're going to be talking more about this as, as the podcast continues. The number one reason why people are suffering is cold depression and overstimulation from the outer world our brains are deteriorating and no inner life force energy so we're going to continue that conversation um so overall in a nutshell i think what would you what would you summarize as as a as a takeaway for anybody who may be feeling rage right now maybe they're feeling uh, victimized or maybe they're feeling like life hasn't been fair to them I know that you yourself have had to process that yourself so it's not something you're speaking from like reading a book if you think about you know your life what were what were what was the lesson that this teacher gave you <laughs> you're like it's not a good one uh it's the one people don't want to hear you know it's the one that I had to actually realize and I'm still working on today, I had to stop pointing the finger. I had to stop pointing the finger. He makes me angry because of this. She makes me angry because of this. I'm holding on to this anger because they did this to me. Ultimately, it's that victimized mentality that you have to really just overcome and then once you start 
point, you, once you stop pointing the finger out, then you can really get to the nitty gritty of why am I angry? And then letting it fuel you to do good things for yourself, ultimately, because there's no good or bad, but things that, that are really speaking to your soul. Um, so for me, I mean, that's really the only thing. I think once I really set, stop blaming others for my anger, because they did this, and I really just sat with my anger, um, that's when I started realizing, I started putting myself in line to where I needed to be, right? If this is where I don't need to be, I don't need to be there. I don't. I shouldn't be there because it makes me angry to the point where I cannot control that anger. I'm not going to be there in that situation. You know, if, if me and my husband are having a very difficult situation, I, I just have to walk away. I'll go into my room and then I'll lay on my floor and start crying if that's what it is that I need to do, right? Because a lot of the time the anger is like feeling, for me, it's feeling helpless. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot change the person and I cannot change the situation. And if I keep pushing at it, I'm just going to become more angry, you know? So uh, walking away and realizing, okay, well, it's not, it's not him. It's the emotion that I'm feeling within me. And really just just feeling feeling that emotion. Yeah. That's it definitely said the hardest one for sure. And what's crazy though that the more that you practice what you're saying, which is like the more that you, you say, okay, not create more karma, react, you know, and let me step away. What can I learn from this God? And this is my mantra I always share with you all. I wanna see things differently. I wanna see things differently. I wanna see things differently. I always tell God and there's miracles. I mean I told you, I mean, I had, I'll talk about this next week, but I had some, a very like just mystical, heart opening experience with Archangel Michael, who I've, I've never really, I don't even know a lot about Archangel Michael, but as I was praying for that with that mantra, I want to see things differently. I want to see things differently. Everything opened up and I, there was these videos I watched. And so I think what I'm trying to say here is that when you start to do this, the actual, uh, university life god doesn't give you as many experiences where you feel like a victim anymore because if you know you're not a victim and this is what i told somebody um, that i was helping them coach through something where they felt like they were a victim i was like you know tell me about some of the amazing things you've manifested and she did she told me that and i was like and, and okay so you you take responsibility for that but you don't want to you this over here you didn't do that and it was like ooh. <laughs> but the truth is is that when you start to take responsibility for it all and you start to say look the only way that i can create change on the outer world is by changing the inside the experiences of life change too you just you just you're not gonna feel victimized about anything and you're gonna be wise and sovereign and you're gonna be able to be emotionally intelligent instead of letting the emotions take over your life <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're speaking to the number one victim over here. <laughs> that was that was me, you know. Well, poor me, well me, you know, and that brought me no growth. <laughs> and and all of us do it in one way or another. And believe me, I've worked with people that have gone through really traumatic things where you, yeah. it's it's not. We don't even we don't even start there, right? <laughs> but it with with the inner work and with changing the the perception you create miracles that's the only thing that happens you you, a miracle is a shift in perception and 
and you can liberate yourself from those chains of, of feeling that, that God is unfair, that life is unfair. Oh my God, it, all the 90% of your problems disappear. And it is worth it, ladies. And I think all of us have been in a place where we feel crucified enough to the point where we can have rage. And, and I want to definitely tell you before we end that your feelings are valid. First of all, accept them and know that wherever you're at on the journey of healing, of forgiveness, of accepting yourself in your totality, you are exactly where you need to be. And if you're listening to this podcast today, you, you, you even being here listening to these words already shows that you're ready. You know, you're ready to, to take the journey of, of, of moving from 10% only forgiving and, and torturing yourself to maybe moving into, hey, let me understand this rage and let me let it be my teacher versus let it put me in these chains that have put me in these chains for such a long time. We have, I have a lot of compassion for y'all because I wouldn't be teaching this stuff if I wouldn't myself have gone through the fucking fire and it wasn't fun, but I, I for too long, I let it burn me for way too long, for way too long. And, and that's what this whole movement is about, ladies. It's about liberating ourselves into sovereignty so that we can have compassion for ourselves, <laughs> others. That comes after that, you know, but compassion for ourselves on the journey. So thank you, Lizzie, for helping me close this out this week. Uh, as you all know, we have enrollment. It's already the beginning of April. Today's April 2nd. I miss April 1st for me was an April Fool's Day joke for where I just kind of like, you know. Like, non-existent. Yeah, non-existent. <laughs> That's that's how I'm gonna start my April, and um, so April second, ladies. So that means that enrollment does not open for Satori Wellness and Spirituality from now until the sixth of April. That is Wednesday, ladies. Okay, and the reason is is because each of the classes are intentionally done on purpose in a specific order. Look, we're working on self worth all of April. We just rebirthed it from detoxification and purification. The stuff we're gonna work on inside of the, our our community is is deep is deep but by the end of april you will have felt this essence of who you truly are and connect to your self-worth because this is what we as women are here to do this is us ladies we're here to transition this whole team and ultimately you know it's connecting back to your inner child and really looking at the symptoms that's what we do at satori look at the emotions those are the symptoms that all get back to this problem you know and like i said next week we're going to talk a little bit deeper about this cold depression all this stuff that happens so april 6th is the last day you'll see the link right on the top of my bio it says enroll now for april's collective april 6th if like april 7th you're like hey veronica can i jump back in i'll be like together as a cohesive group it's amazing the stuff that we all share that we're all going through at the same time and so it's it's just a way for us to really come into union as a more cohesive space you know we we pray for ourselves we pray for the world and so that's why we do it this way ladies so april 6th you do have to join you can join for a monthly membership or you can join for the year and uh, all the details will be on that website. Super easy, click. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM me. You know, you can uh, ask me anything you want and relates to in relationship to the SWC work. Go catch some of the podcasts. I will help you kind of give you a really good overview of what we do inside of there. So take advantage of that today. Lizzie, what is up with you? You are like so freaking busy right now with nails. Like I was trying to get my order in, my weekly order. And she's like, <laughs> 
thank God, thank God, you know, I'm, I'm so amazed at, at how, but to me, honestly, doing even one, I'm like, oh my gosh, that, you know, because it's, it's an amazing thing to see, right, your, your vision coming into life, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, just, it's, it's been great. I've been busy. That's, that's really all I can tell you. I, I have so much creatively that I want to do and, like, you know, schedule myself and be more, like, organized and, and kind of taking my um, business to the next level. So um, I might not be taking orders for a month or so, which I haven't decided yet, but I'm going to be putting all that information out. Um, so if I'm taking a pause in orders, so you guys know. Um, and then that's really only because I want to get to the next level for you guys where it's just like click, 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 and you're not having to do much of the work. And, and I want to be able to show you guys all the other stuff I bought. A, I bought so, okay. okay. Amazon has been coming to my house like three times a day, <laughs> three times a day for like, I'm trying to figure out how to turn off the ring so my husband <laughs> can see when the Amazon guy comes. take your time with it you know there's a different phases of your business and growth is good right that's a good problem to have and the most beautiful part is that you're still enjoying it that's the best part you know that's the best there's, there's some days where i'm like why because you have a ton of orders that's what it is so we just need to be, we just need better systems and that's it so yeah this is you knew this was going to be a month of growth so it's time and this month we're going to be working on more of that stuff inside our community so to get you all nice and organized so yes ladies if you're going to order some beautiful nails i will wear these the rest of my life <laughs> i know i have my chrome tips they're so beautiful those i saw too but yeah um you might want to get in sooner than later because she's swamped and then she's going to revamp her system so she does custom um beautiful nails and i just love them so much so much they make feel like a completely different woman so go check her out at vida de lizzie right yes vida de and d and then it's a number three and then yes. lizzie with a double z guys because some of y'all like i can't find her i was like she's right there right there. <laughs> so yes and thank you for all the support from all of our beautiful community sisters i'd love to see them supporting small businesses you know i have to post one of uh your friends i ordered um uh, from letty and Val. i'll talk about it in my story so check it out but they do the cutest journals and stuff like that look at how beautiful i saw it no i got my stickers and my i did like a little video so i'm gonna post it on my stories but this is from letty and val and it's just the way it sounds right l-e-t-i and val 
A-N-D-V-A-L. They have the coolest stuff, like stickers and journals. And I bought this beautiful thing so I can make like a little altar for my elders. So ladies, support small businesses and especially support your sisters. You know, they have such amazing art, amazing, amazing work that they do. So support them because we are here to help each other, lift each other up. That's what the sovereign exactly. is. They're a representation of us, right? We say that we want representation of us out there and our culture out there. That we, if we really want that, then we have to support them. Like that, again, don't pass it on. It's it's on us, right? right. If we really want to see our girls doing great and our, you know, women of color, then we we gotta get out there and start buying from them. Yes. Don't just talk about it. Do it, ladies. Do it. Support yeah. each other. And we're here to support you. and Val is here, actually. She says, love you guys. I'm going to cry. Oh, I didn't know you were here. That is so cool. Yeah, I did this video that I just haven't posted because I've been trying to lay low. Suppose I wasn't supposed to do anything. But I, yeah, I got all my stuff. And you'll see me with my computer and my mug ready to go with my... Um, this is what I'm using because I'm revamping the Sovereign Women Academy. So I was inspired by Frida to put all my notes in here and she's really guiding me. I love the quotes on here. They just remind me every single day. So you guys check them out. Letty and Val. Beautiful. And wait till you see the video, the other stuff that I got. It's so cool. So go check it out, ladies. And of course, if you're ready to take your sovereignty back, join us at Satori. So click on the link on the um, bio and find out a little bit more about our community. We'd love to have you there. This has been really fun, sister. Thank you so much for holding space. Thank you for being such an incredible goddess and powerhouse in my life. I thank you for the support, especially this week where you've had to hold me in my eyes. <laughs> I told her I was gonna go kiss her so I could, uh, maybe I was contagious. <laughs> I would have welcomed you. <laughs> thank you ladies we're so excited to continue the discussion next monday we'll be back again 10 a.m mountain center time we're trying to get closer to 10 a.m ladies i swear something always happens where i need to start putting barriers better boundaries something like oh my son said i wanted to can you please just make me this quick shake or it happened this or you got a call or doing but yeah. we're getting there ladies we're getting there i thank you for the patience and we will see you all again next monday thank you lizzie i love you thank you ladies satnam diane happy friday Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.